0: CFR Network, CFR News, good day, good night all, Shalom, Balance, Paradise, Righteousness, Niha, Wasalam, Ola, Bonjour, all of the old universal greetings, continuing this C N New Orleans series, I got the sibling with me, Alfred Banks, singer, rapper, creative, and so much more, man, welcome to the broadcast. Indeed. Thank you for having me, man. I really do appreciate it, for sure. Most definitely, man. Welcome. We have to uh, shine a light not only on the more, more established artists, but also, you know, the artists paving the way and, and doing some um, some interesting things at the moment. So, honoured to you have for. you on yeah. to tell your story, to get um, behind the bars, you know. You, <laughs> so, before we even get into that, before we even get into that, Yeah. How have you been keeping, how has the family been keeping uh, in these tumultuous uh, few years we've been in this damn zombie apocalypse? Um, You know,
1: things have been very interesting, to say the least, Uh, you know, the past like two or three years. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, The last couple of years have been very uh, just up and down, man. You know, there's a lot going on, a lot of adjustment going on, a lot of, you know, having to switch some things around and change and I had a day job I quit my day job and became an artist full time and uh, I've been doing it for 12 years and it took COVID for me to quit my job and finally did that so that's cool and uh,
0: what was the cataly- my fam- what was the catalyst if I can just uh, interrupt you there well, slightly it was,
1: it was no you're fine it was Uh, you know my store closed down you know I worked at this little kind of head shop kind of deal I worked there for nine years hmm. um, and you know it's funny cause I don't smoke a drink, but I used to sell like bongs and stuff for a living. So, uh, but you know, I was there for nine years and you know, throughout the years I've toured all over the world, but I would always clock back on. And uh, when, the, when COVID happened, my store closed down. And so I started to just get my entrepreneurial swag all the way up. The hustle that got me, the name I have, I had to kind of dip back into it because 2018, 2016 to 2018, 2019 was such great years for me. I didn't have to work as hard as I normally do to, uh, you know, get shows and, and and get all these opportunities, you know, doing festivals, you know, just writing for people, doing all these things. These things were just coming in. And uh, so I kind of fell back from the hustle. And then when 2020 hit, <clears throat> everything was kind of taken away from me. I lost 60 shows. Um, my day job closed down. And so I was like, damn, well, I got to get back to the hustle. So those are the things I did. You know, I tried to, I figured out a bunch of different ways to keep things going. And that's what we did. So it was a bit of that. Um, I, you know, uh, a long-term relationship I was in for seven years, that ended as well. So I had to kind of readjust from there. So, you know, my relationship ended, lost 60 shows, and my job closed down, all within like a two-week span of COVID happening. So for me, 2020 was like a very big adjustment year, you yeah. know what I mean, from a personal standpoint, as well as financial, as well as, you know, emotionally, emotional, the, the, the works. And so, but I'm glad that uh, you know, starting to kind of see the other side of it, and I'm very, very grateful for my skill level. I'm grateful for the opportunities that I that I that I that I get, and the the seeds that I've sown because those things have, have uh, started to kind of grow, and I'm reaping from it. So,
0: give thanks, give thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it it has been a very uh, interesting, challenging uh, time and experience for, for everybody dude um, i'm glad to see that you know you, you, you can see the light through the uh through the, the forest and through the trees and things you know what i mean for
1: sure for sure for
0: sure that's what for it's sure, about sure. that's what it's about so sibling let's let's um let's let's get into your mind a little bit more um born and raised in new orleans born and raised man okay uptown, well, uptown. Okay. Um, Paint off as a picture. Growing up, what was it like in uptown? I mean, you know, growing up in New Orleans was, uh,
1: <clears throat> I was born in 91. So like growing up in New Orleans, I actually grew up during, you know, one of the worst periods of New Orleans, but I was a kid, so I didn't really experience it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, 94 is one of, is documented as one of the worst years in New Orleans from a violence standpoint, from a, yeah. a drug standpoint, you know. Um, but I didn't experience any of that. Um, you know, I grew up in a pretty good household. I had my mom, I had my step-pops. My father was in my life to a degree, but, like, my dad, my moms, and my step-pops. I had two brothers, you know what I'm saying? When I was a kid, you know, I had a PlayStation. I had a 64. I had, you know, I had all the Game Boy Advance. I had everything I wanted. Perfect. So I didn't really experience none of that that bad stuff, you know what I mean? Um, mm. But I just always, you know, watching my oldest my oldest brother, Landis, watching him rhyme. Um, You know, watching him do his thing, he had garnered a little attention, signed to some local labels in the city, and and, uh, watching him kind of rise up the ranks a little bit was inspiring, you know, Um, and just being from a city with such a history or such a rich history of music, um, it let me know that, you know, um, I had a lot of weight on my shoulders whenever I went anywhere, but as a kid, you don't really think about that, but now, as I've gotten older, I do realize the experiences that I have from being, you know, from being a child and growing up in this amazing city. Um, I do realize that I do have something that I have to carry around with me, and I have to be very proud of, and I have to do it justice. You know what I
0: mean? <laughs> True, indeed. You know that that, that history, man. you you've, you've um you are a part of it in essence. You know what I mean? You're I am. you're you're adding your little bit. You know to the uh, the house that's already been built. You know, For sure. Um, For sure. across many genres as well many genres well, blues everything my um, jazz rap this is it old, yeah, for sure. um for sure. so you had an older brother so did he did he actually <laughs> you said he signed to a few local labels and stuff did he like make any albums and stuff well he was a part of a compilation that
1: came out um, so there's only like one piece of recorded uh music that has him on it um, um he was about to sign to no limit uh, but that didn't work out for various reasons, mm-hmm. um, outside of his control. So, um, but he was doing a couple of shows here, there, and he was starting to kind of garner, garner a name and, uh, it was really dope, man. So I have the only vinyl that he's ever been on or the only album he's ever been on. I have it in vinyl form at the house. Um, they only printed like maybe a hundred of those. Mm-hmm. And so they did that in 96. So for me to have that still to this day is pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. um but yeah he was doing his thing and uh he decided to go to the military around like 17. so he didn't pursue music anymore but for a what time was the, he was one of the guys what was the name of that compilation i don't know the name of that compilation. Okay. compilation but because it was just so long ago mm-hmm. but his rap name was millennium <laughs> at the time uh, um so you know he's a good guy but yeah landis banks my dude's incredible mc super dope rapper uh, he was doing his thing for sure
0: mm. so on the music side then what, what kind of things as a, as a youngster at that kind of time when you when your brother was out there doing that yeah i guess what what kind of age was you then like seven eight them kind of times or yeah roughly around five to eight yeah okay so musically what kind of influence was you did you have like you know what music was was jammed obviously by your, your parents and then obviously from your brother's standpoint what kind of musical influences was he bringing home so my parents, uh, I didn't really listen to rap
1: until I was like seven. So like right around about six or seven is when like my brother was doing this thing. And that's when I kind of started hearing rap. But up until that point, it was all R&B. It was all like soul, 60s R&B, 70s R&B, 80s R&B. There was a station here in New Orleans called uh, 98.5 WYLD. And all they did was just play old school R&B and just black music. Um, so it was like, you know, everything from like the seventies to like the eighties, excuse me. And so that's kind of all I heard. But then when I was with my brothers, you know, I'm hearing Tupac, I'm hearing Busta Rhymes, I'm hearing Red Man, I'm hearing Outkast. And I think the first music video I ever saw, I don't think I know, the very first music video I ever saw was Give Me Some More by Busta Rhymes. Wow. The album, ELE, is the first rap album that I ever heard. Second album I ever heard, I heard was Muddy Waters by Man. Um, so... That's my introduction to hip hop was like Buster Rhymes and like Red Man and like Missy Elliott, these like mm. real like animated kind of guys, Eminem and stuff like that. So that yeah. was like my introduction to rap. Um and then from there it was just like, oh, this is such a really cool genre of me, you know what I mean?
0: Definitely. You, you, you mentioned Redman. I remember the 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 very first Redman album I purchased was what the album. I think that was mm. nine. yeah around that sort of period yes indeed yes indeed um golden era that was the good. that was you know late 90s sorry no late 80s 90s up to i would say to the millennium that was the, the 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 era where some real quality music was um was created indeed i agree um, you know, I know a lot of people kind
1: of fantasize about the golden era, but that's not necessarily my time period. Uh, my time period is 2004 to 2003, three four to about like 2012. Mm-hmm. That's like my time period where I kind of came about and came into myself. I'm talking about, you know, what I'm saying Lupe Fiasco. I'm talking like Black album, Jay-Z, uh, American Gangsta album, uh, Jay-Z. All of Lupe's like mixtapes and then his first album, Food and Liquor, and then like The Cool and stuff like that. And then like going a little bit later, people like The Cool Kids, Mickey Fax, um, you know what I'm saying? Early Wale, you know, Asher Roth, like these guys are the people that inspired me. Uh, You know, uh, Kids in the Hall, uh, you know, I remember XV. I remember like these guys who I used to listen to uh, a lot. And Mickey is my friend now, which is such a full circle um but Mickey's uh, dope man Mickey's dope Mickey Fax is he's ridiculous it just doesn't make sense <laughs> um that's my bro man I was in Atlanta he lives in Atlanta and I was in Atlanta I stayed by his crib and we were just kind of talking about like where his path has gone and where he's at now and mm-hmm. you know how revered he still is as an mc and how he destroyed Royster 5'9 um and it, it's just an amazing thing so uh, but yeah, these are the that's the time frame I come from, you know what yes. I'm saying? But the golden era is amazing. You know, there's a lot, you know, Gangstar and, and obviously Tupac and uh-huh. and all these different people, you know, Jeru the Damager and all these guys yeah. who came out and they were
0: amazing, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, so I understand the the impact that that music has had on hip hop for sure. Foundational stuff with that, without those legends, without those pioneers, you know. What I mean, we can even go back a little bit yeah. further than yeah. that, but you know, the real advancement of the game was as I say, I would say around AEA. 88 we could start to see the, the the expansion of the hip-hop genre to you know the the quote-unquote gangster to your backpack to you, you know what i mean the the whole different broad spectrum and then it wasn't just an east coast monopoly we then started to see you know the the west coast starting to bubble we started mm-hmm. to see you know um down south bubble atlanta florida well miami specifically with that 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 you know i mean that 808 of course yeah (laughs) um so it's 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 an all-encompassing and wonderful place and time especially now now is very much different um i'm not as in love with uh the modern form of uh the expression but I still see some jewels. I still see some gems that, like, yeah. This is why I, I still say that, you know, this genre is is still the number one and still the they're, they're, they're leading because we are breaking barriers. We are talking. We are raising issues. And also, what's important, we're entertaining people. Yeah, very much so, man. Uh, You got to, at the end of the day, that's what it's
1: about. There's a lot of guys and gals who are doing amazing things. You know, my man Marcel P. Black, he's out of... uh. He's out of Oklahoma by way of Baton Rouge. Maybe I said that backwards, but um, he's an incredible. Imagine if, you know, Dead Prayers was from the South, you Mm. know what I mean? So he's amazing. Um, You know, I got people like my man K the Beast, dope MC out of New Orleans, producer, rapper. Um, You know what I'm saying? My man Pell, good money, dope, dope MC, but he's more of a like kind of melodic kind of guy. Um super dope, you know, Tank and the Bangas, They do hip hop fusion with like rock and jazz and shit. So there's so many different people who cause always I know obviously we judge music off of the popular acts because the 19 of those popular acts determine what the genre sounds like. But yes. if you deep if you dig deeper, there's like hundreds and hundreds of MCs mm. that are doing amazing things. Um, you know, I just think uh not even that we need the light shined on us, it's just we don't live in that world no more where I think a light needs to be shined on us, you know. Mm-hmm. I think if people just kind of do the due diligence, they'll hear the music that they complain
0: about doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, most definitely, and you still got the ones who are still doing their due diligence. You do stay away oh, yeah. from the, the the mainstream and popular. I mean, for me personally, if it if it's not necessarily well, yeah, I'll just say if it's not underground, I don't necessarily want to hear it. I want to hear stuff before it becomes popular. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I don't blame you.
1: I don't blame you at all, man. I'm kind of the same way, to a degree. You know, there are certain artists I like, like Stiley. Um, Like I said, I still listen to Asher Roth. He has a new single he just dropped. My man, Mickey Fax, is still putting out quality mm. music. is mm. behind all of it. He's <laughs> amazing. Um, killing it. Um, you know, uh, Little Brother, they, they just put out a record about a year and a half ago. And, and all these guys are still putting out really good quality music on the, um, on the underground level um and so i'll just listen to that
0: yeah 100 (laughs) yeah so on a a local level who who are some of the the musical um artists who you kind of look up to in my city yeah yeah tank of the bangers
1: um if you've never heard of tank of the bangers man go google them it's just it's a different type of time they do everything and they're amazing and they've toured with everyone they've like They've garnered the attention and the respect of everyone from George Clinton in the parliament to Jill Scott Mm. to, you know, Eric Alexander. Uh, She was Maxine on Living Single. Uh, I mean, they've toured with The Roots. Uh, They're amazing, you know, and they're from New Orleans. Um, They're they're quite positive, biggest band out of New Orleans. They have an NPR that's considered one of the top five best NPR tiny desks of all time. Um, so they're amazing. Um, I love those guys. Uh, my girl Tank, she's the lead singer of the band. My man Albert, who plays saxophone in the band, I'm actually in a band with him called Sass Kick Sav. So, opening for Tank and the Bangers a bunch. Um, me and him started to collaborate, but um, mm-hmm. Tank and the Bangers are amazing. Like I said, my man Pell, um, incredible guy. He's toured with everyone from Janae Iko to G Easy and everywhere in between, um, and done every festival across the country. He's one of the guys. My man, K the Beast, you know, dope uh, upcoming MC doing his thing. He's incredible rap rapper, producer. He produced one of my biggest songs. Um, local up. My girl, Sleazy Easy. She's amazing. Dope MC. She can sing. Um, my man, Latranium. He does like pop music. You know what I'm saying? Like it's more of a, like a 90s kind of nostalgic oh. kind of pop music. I like um, the Latranium. sound of that. Now he's really dope, man. He's amazing. Um, great singer um my man Dominic Scott incredible singer he does like more kind of you know laid back kind of R&B kind of like on the kind mm. of scissor kind of vibe you know dope dope MC so there's a lot of guys and guys on the on the on the underground here in New Orleans locally that are doing things and half the people I just named in
0: the next two or three years won't be local and underground <laughs> you already know the thing you already know with the power yeah. of uh, social media and the internet they gonna learn. They gonna learn. Yeah, man. Gonna yeah learn. Man, it's, gonna be, it's, it's gonna be a
1: little it's gonna be a little rough to get away from them too, man. Trust <laughs> me, in a couple years.
0: Sure. <laughs> More stiff. Well, Steph, How would you encapsulate your your um, your 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 brand and your style?
1: I mean, you know, I always say, if Lupe Fiasco and Charles Hamilton had a baby that was from New Orleans, <laughs> that's the best way to explain me. Um, you know, I'm lyrical, um, introspective, very, very honest, sing a little bit. And as of like the past year, I've been, rap- you know, doing dance music, doing a little bit of, you know, R&B, you know, a little EDM, um, you know, rapping over brass bands and stuff. So like trying my best to be as, you know, as well-rounded of a of a of a writer as i possibly can so at the end of the day i rap really well man
0: that's pretty much just a really good rapper you know what i mean so. <laughs> that's what we like that's exactly yeah, what sure. we like yeah, yeah. um and content wise like how much um how much material have you put that put out currently so far um i got a bunch of singles but i put out uh oh yeah because it's a album. new it's a new game now for y'all and it? it's not necessarily about putting out a full album it's either singles or like an ep or something right that's the new kind of model I mean, a
1: little, little bit um i still kind of live in the project world so like i've put out um i have an ep called the uh, Mirror exposure effect i have an ep called one guy standing by himself who just dropped in may um, that one charted on iTunes, number three. That was pretty cool. Excellent. Uh, and then we, uh, put out The Beautiful in 2017. That was a full album. I put out a project called The Nobody's Monologues 2 in, like, 2012. Uh, 20, 2013, I put out an album called Dreamers If You Live Forever, which is a James Dean quote uh, that I, I really love. So I put out, like, maybe three full records. Like, four EPs, and like, mm-hmm. 30 singles, maybe, something like that. You're putting in that work. I, yeah, I put in some stuff, you know. I'm uh, putting in some work with some, you know, creating some stuff. It's pretty cool, man, for sure.
0: Mm. sure. Well, That's deaf. And I, I've missed this, but growing up, what kind of religious or spiritual side did we, we, did we grow up as?
1: Well, my mom, um, you know, we grew up Baptist, you know what I'm saying, Christian mm-hmm. or whatever the case. Very very religious, um, but as I got as I've gotten older, I kind of stepped away from that to a degree, and uh, just kind of doing some soul searching and figuring things out in that regard. But uh, well, growing up, man, we, my parents are very religious. They are still very religious to this day, um, you know. So that's kind of mm. what that was about.
0: Okay, so you're you're currently on your your spiritual journey, just trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? Give thanks, give thanks. Are you are you at a point of um? a creative force because I know some people who you know grow up in a in an Abrahamic faith and they then start to question they sometimes move to the um the agnostic or atheist kind of sort of um chain of thought initially yeah, yeah. um you know not to go into it too much because I never really like talking religion
1: mm-hmm. uh but I will say that you know a lot of those energies and ideals I have uh thought about um thoroughly um, done a little research on, and just you know, trying to figure out what feels good for me and what I believe. So yes. I just ended
0: there. Indeed, indeed, it's all about that um, that personal journey, man, and that that's why I encourage everyone for to sure. go on. It's, it's sure, all there for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, too long have we as people. Have been dictated to in regards to certain things, and I think it's a wonderful time now, especially with everything that's happened. And so many people are re-evalu- reevaluating um, relationships, um, reevaluating job situations, reevaluating just themselves. Take the opportunity to, you know, to, to take the journey. Sure, you got to. It's important. We get one ticket, so enjoy the ride yeah i agree i agree <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's more look at the future um what's what what have we got planned what what what's in the um in the pipeline uh for 2022
1: man uh locking in some festivals uh locally as well as across the country um Working on new music, I'm in this band called Sax Kicks Ave, which is S-A-X-K-I-X-A-V-E. Uh, we put out a record in 2020. Our first album was during COVID. We put out some singles. We actually just put out a single called Kaleidoscope, which is like this dance record. Um, and uh, so we're going to be putting out another project in 2022, putting out some singles and stuff. Uh, whenever Tang of the Bangers stop touring, whenever I stop touring, I'm going to sit down and really get into the, to the groove of it and make it happen um, as a solo act. Uh, I got a, I got two projects that that are finished. I got a live album that I've never put out. I got it. It was done in 2017. I just never put it out. And I have a project that I need to get mixed. But I'm on top of putting those two projects out. Uh, maybe putting them out through somebody who knows. But um, you know, just doing a lot of writing for things, for projects, for movies, for commercials, for different artists as well. Working with different producers to kind of get those things going. A lot of licenses, getting songs in movies. Um, I have. Uh,
0: what's a really the process? Sorry, to interrupt you. What what what's the process like in getting a song or writing a song to be in a movie, for instance?
1: I mean, well, you know, I'm a part of a. Uh, I have a publishing pub a pub deal, and so you know, they the music I create, they take it and they pitch it and. You know, hopefully people say, yeah, and put the song in whatever they feel is best, whether video games, movies, television shows, et cetera, for sure. So that's the process. It's more on them. Once I create the record, they just kind of take it yeah. and they do, their, do their job. And uh, so we're going to be doing a lot more of that next year, writing songs for, for specific projects and things like that. More shows, more shows, more shows touring all over the place, getting back to what it was in 2019 and before that. Just touring as much as possible and you know just really uh keeping the energy going and and uh meet meet, meet new fans making new music new experiences you know
0: definitely remember. and what so you you touring what generally i guess what north america is there any plans to go to what the caribbean or to europe or anything tour wise so actually in 2020 that was the first thing we we're gonna do um
1: i had a i had a run with a band that i was going to be touring opening for in the u k um uh, but COVID happened so Hopefully we can revisit that at some point. Um, I did the, the Volkswagen commercial that I did uh, was actually, we filmed it in Pamplona, Spain. And I actually went, flew back out. They flew me out to Germany to uh, perform at the Reeperbahn Festival in Reeperbahn, Germany. So I've had, I have touched uh, UK. I'm sorry. I have touched Europe. Yes. Before. Um, and so, you know, going to be hopefully going back out there in 2022 or, any year be great by me. I go out there tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've touched a little bit of Europe and been able to experience that for sure and rapped over there and stuff. So I would love wow. to go back, but yeah, North America mainly. But I would love to.
0: Yeah, go to. what was the experience like in uh, in Germany?
1: It was great, man. Um, performed at the Reeperbahn Festival. There was a lot of people there. Um, it was like a Volkswagen stage. I performed that. It was great, man. Um, you know, it was, it was just it was an amazing experience. The money was good. Mm-hmm. People bought a lot of merch, you know, the food was great, you know, I was out there dolo, so just kind of figuring it out on my own was amazing, and uh, it was an
0: experience I'll never forget. For sure. Perfect. Was you able to do any, any? did you have the opportunity to do any kind of touristy things and catch any of the sites, or was it just pretty much yeah, work? A little
1: bit. I did go to, uh, I was there for about four days, and I went there for, I went to uh, like this port that they had, and I had a friend who uh brought his son, who's a photographer. Mm-hmm. and uh they took pictures of me and stuff like that so we, we we did a little bit of some content and i still post some of those pictures to this day i was in 2017 Damn. and so still post some of those so yeah we, we were able to do a little bit of things but mostly it was work it was
0: mostly okay work. okay most high willing you know uh things will get back to a little bit more of a normality uh especially in the gregorian year of 2022 and you can as you say um, make that connection again with Europe, and you know, maybe even get over here to the, to the uh, to the old sunny, sunny, cold UK. For sure, I would love to. <laughs> I would love more, Steph, more Steph. Um, I know your time is precious, so precious. So sure I will wrap up with two questions for you, sir. Yeah. Firstly, have you had fun today in this conversation?
1: Yeah, nah. This is this is dope. This actually broke up the monotony of the day doing a lot of uh, running some errands and stuff, getting ready for these shows I have this weekend. So this was really cool. And uh, it's kind of got me out of
0: a weird energy I was in. So I I really do appreciate this energy for sure. Give thanks. Give thanks. Um, If you can, kind sir, can you tell us who you are, but don't tell us your name? Uh, I am an MC. I'm
1: a son. I'm a brother. I'm a friend. I'm an OG, apparently. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm an inspiration to some. Um, I'm the cause of a lot of envy. Uh, I'm an incredible MC. I don't know if I said that already. I'm a really good rapper. Uh, budding singer. Um, I'm a shoe collector. Um, I'm a representative of New Orleans. I'm just an all-around good guy.
0: Excellent. Uh, well well said well said (laughs) um how can people get hold of you please throw out all of your social medias and i'll make sure i put them below uh in the description gotcha
1: so twitter.com slash underdog central instagram.com slash underdog central underdogcentral.com uh alfredbanks.bandcamp.com soundcloud.com slash underdog central spotify title search alfred banks or just go to Google and type in Alpha Banks. Just really cool things will pop up.
0: <laughs> you heard it there. Make sure you go over to um, the socials. Definitely go to the uh, the title, whatever platform sure. you utilize. The Bandcamp and check For content sure. out. Supports. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a sister to tell a brother, to jump sure. on the train. For sure, man. That's a wave. I really appreciate that, for sure. You're most welcome, man. Enjoy the build, sibling, and uh, looking forward to uh, more growth personally and um, within your career and your exposure exploding. For sure, man. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for that energy. Every time. Every time.
1: Same
2: difference. The way, the way. what you really got, you really young. what you really what really you really 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 you really young? You really really
3: So much sitting on my top, I contemplate it all while I'm sitting at the top Old heads call me young but I'm from a different crop Food for soul and you gon' need to get some different stock And Hamburg giving bars to the people 12 hour flight, I came far for the people. It's been a long road, but I'm gassed up and ready. Cedric tried to pass the drove, but I ain't trying to get heady. Getting over heartbreak, now they call me Tom Petty. I could badmouth her, but that's just kinda petty, and I ain't that guy. I would rather spend two hours before an event trying to get fly. I got kicks to pick and picks to click, the shit's legit. I'm MJ, and this is it. Been that nigga forever. We we and I'll be in France once COVID get it together. Cause it's the way.
2: Really What you really you really Jump on the way. Really you you really the way. really What you really Jump on the way. Really what you really
3: you really I don't rock with no chumps. I'll rock a bright on shirt, but I don't fuck with no Trump. If you do, you a lame, just know it. I'm black and I'm proud, and I talk a wild slang just to show it. A nice economy is cool, but equality is better. And until last reality, we will not let up. Uh. And that's just for the better. I showed up the rap, baby, that's just for the cheddar. They say I'm off the hook every time I go hard. So there's no curtain call, cause I cut the phone off. No reception, no bars. Word to my nigga Marcel P. Black, got him screaming, oh lord. Oh, lord. Greatest of all time, if you ask me. me. Flo Joe when the track me, when I track me. And word to Kendrick, you gon' take the back seat. That's on
2: me. Uh-huh. Cause it's the, it's the way. Really young, way. really young. What you really young? You really young. Uh, you really jump young. on the wave. way. Really young, what you really young? You really young. You really this is the wave. way. Really young, what you really young? Jump really really on the Chuck way with the yard. What you really got? What really you really got?
0: What you really got? And for taking the time to tune into a CFR Network